Tag, Samsung, Sealy, and more. No credit, no problem. Payless has flexible payment plans and on-the-spot quick delivery. So, starting out or starting over, Payless is the place for quality furniture with locations in Jonesboro, Paragold, and Pigott. Visit us online at shoppaylessfurniture.com. That's shoppaylessfurniture.com. Why pay more when you can pay less? Cheek and Stem, a message brought to you by the Ad Council. You're listening to KNEA Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket. It's time for The Setup, the fastest hour in sports talk here on The Ticket. Here are your hosts, Cade Carlton and Andrew Bowen. All right, welcome in here on The Setup this Friday, December 10th, 2021 edition of the show here on 95.3 and 96.9 The Ticket, 970 AM KNDA, also at 953theticket.com and streaming through the TuneIn app by searching for KNEA, also find us on Facebook and Twitter at 95.3, the ticket there as well. Uh, a lot of stuff we'll get into today since we were off yesterday. Uh, we'll kind of recap uh, the trip out to Utah and everything that happened uh, within that A-State game on uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, we'll look ahead to the men's game at Mississippi Valley State uh, coming up tomorrow. Uh, big Storyline, I guess, with the NBA last night. The Grizzlies got a big win over the Lakers, so we'll touch on that. Uh, Army-Navy is this weekend, uh, and a ton of other stuff uh, we can bounce around on uh, that's happened over the last uh, couple of days, both locally and nationally, while we've been off the air. So a lot of stuff uh, we'll catch up on here in our hour, but first off, Andrew Bowen will get us started off with some headlines. Brought to you by Plaza Tire Service, bringing you the best deals on tires. It's back to work this weekend for Arkansas State Basketball. Men's team continues their three-game road trip Saturday at Mississippi Valley State. Red Wolves will be looking for their fourth win in a row. Game time is approximately at 4.15 with pregame coverage starting 30 minutes prior on 107.9 K-Fine. Also in Red Wolves news, A-State Nation is reporting that Butch Jones has filled a vacancy on his staff with Marcus Lovings. Lovings spent 2020 as the interim head coach of Austin P. He also has experience in the Sun Belt Conference, having coached at the University of Louisiana. So welcome on to Jones's staff. Also for Arkansas, uh, excuse me, meanwhile, meanwhile, 12th ranked Arkansas will play their first true road game of the season Saturday against 7-2 Oklahoma. A win would mean the hog would be the hogs 10th straight start to the season game time is at 12 30 p.m also for arkansas raheem sanders and cam little have earned all sec recognition the league announced on thursday so congrats to them and this has been your daily headlines brought to you by plaza tire service bringing you the best deals on tires now back to gate all right uh so and obviously it's two days old so it's already been kind of discussed but uh we'll We'll start by going over Wednesday night in Logan since uh, obviously we weren't on the air yesterday because we went, or not we, I went from uh, Salt Lake to Denver to Memphis to Jonesboro yesterday, uh, getting back uh, from Logan, Utah, where uh, A-State and Utah State played in women's basketball on Wednesday night. Uh, First off, uh, there wasn't just a ton of action in the first quarter. I mean, 
you know, uh, Utah State was up nine or ten at the end of the first quarter of play, but really, it you know, it was kind of a, a slow-paced game. There weren't there wasn't a ton of scoring there in the first quarter of play, but then. I mean, A-State started shooting the lights out uh, in the second quarter of play, and they erase a double-digit deficit, get back into the game, and, you know, finally kind of started to think, all right, you know, maybe they have something going uh, on offense here, and we're going to be in store for, you know, a pretty fun back-and-forth uh, second half of play in Logan. Well, and then things got uh, crazy, and, like, really and truthfully, just never seen anything like what happened, and then the uh, – ensuing results and I know it's since been put on Twitter uh, and that video is kind of circulated around and I'm sure you know I think the stream was free so I'm sure people were watching the stream as well but you know it was a loose ball uh, you know Jade Upshaw for A-State and then you know the Utah State player were battling for a loose ball and like the Utah State player had kind of landed on her landed on Upshaw kind of awkwardly and Upshaw shoved her off a little bit and then I mean, the Utah State player came up and uh, was trying to land a haymaker, it looked like, and which (laughs) landed, you know, which eventually led to um, Utah State, uh, you know, the whole team coming off the bench. But so, like, it was interesting because it, like, for me, it was a weird. So, like, Utah State scores table is, like, it's elevated. So, like, there is, so, like, you know, at A State, when. When you're sitting down at the scores table, or, or sitting down on press row at A State, like you are, you are taller. Like you're sitting above where the where the score where the top of the scores table ends. Well, like this one, it was elevated a little bit, and so like there was you know a row of like padding that was about I don't know like neck high with me, and so like you you look down and your view is kind of blocked a little bit in the furthest corner which is where Utah State's bench was. And so, especially if everyone on the scores table is looking the exact same way, like your view is blocked. And so I didn't get just a great vantage point of them coming off the floor. Now, obviously, when they came on the floor, I mean, it was uh, very apparent that that team was on the floor. And so, yeah, I mean, so so that happens, and then they go to the review. And, and honestly, I thought they were reviewing for whether or not the Utah State player, like, had attempted to throw a punch and I don't know you know if that I didn't know if that was going to result in like a flagrant one or a flagrant two or what the deal would be like it honestly did not even occur to me the whole bench rule thing and like they didn't even make an announcement about it which was crazy there was no announcement in the arena about hey the entire bench has been ejected Utah State's only gonna have five players they didn't even announce the technical foul I think it was Morgan Wallace that went and shot the free throws and, like, she just went to the free throw line and shot free throws. And so, like, literally that's all I thought came of it because they literally did not announce anything. Uh, the the officials told both coaches. I think they even went to the scores table and told everyone kind of what was up. But, like, nobody announced it over the – nobody announced it over the PA. So, like, I, I didn't know uh, because while this was going on, I was also talking for about 20 minutes straight because, like, I couldn't take a break there. And so – Utter chaos. Yeah, so, like, I didn't know until about midway through halftime, uh, Caleb Garner, SID, sent a tweet uh, from one of the Utah State media members that was there that said the entire bench was suspended uh, or was ejected for the second half. And so, you know, went and uh, – I guess it was Connor McNellis I went and uh, asked on the A-State bench. I was like, hey, is this true? Like, is their bench seriously suspended? 
He's like, yeah. So they, uh, so Utah State wound up playing with five players uh, in the second half, and I think I could call a million more games in my life and doubt I would ever see anything kind of like uh, what happened in that, I mean, really about a 25-minute stretch uh, because the play happened and then, I mean, they were probably at the at the replay at the replay monitor for for a good twenty minutes or so. I mean, it uh, like it was like eight oh five local time whenever the first half ended, and so that was um, it was interesting to to say the least. And then you know the thing that uh, you know a state starts the third quarter, they go to fifteen to two run, and it's like you know honestly from my standpoint, it's like all right, uh, this could has a chance to get out of hand pretty quickly because I mean it. Yeah, I mean, A-State just went right at him in the third quarter of play. I mean, it uh, it was a 15-2 run, I think, at the first media timeout. And, yeah, like, you just assume. Like, Utah State has five players that have to go 20 minutes, not to mention the fact that all five of these players had already played 10 to 12 minutes or so in the first half of play. And so uh, you just assume that they're going to have to play a bunch of kids 30-plus minutes, and that would catch up. But, I mean, really and truthfully, it never did. Uh, and, you know, they kind of – were able to uh, to get back in the game and battle back, uh, and then wound up winning. Which uh, it, I, honestly, uh, I, I thought about this at halftime, but then really didn't even think about it until after the game had gone final. But that uh, they surpassed their win total from from last year with that win. They were like four and eighteen last year, um, and got their fifth win of the season by uh, defeating a state on uh, on Wednesday night. So. Quite an eventful it, trip. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> you know, the three at the top of the key with like 11 seconds to go where A-State's up two and, you know, Utah State hits it and they go up one. And it's, I mean, A-State had no timeouts at that point. And so you're, you know, I mean, it, you kind of had your back against the wall where you had to have a good look. Um, and by the time you got across half court, I mean, three seconds probably ran off. So you had to had a had to have a good look within eight seconds without a timeout. And so, you know, your backs were against the wall at that point. Uh, but I did think the interesting stat from that was that obviously you have a, a total of two hundred two hundred minutes to a lot between five players on the floor for a given game. One hundred and twenty nine of those two hundred minutes for a state were logged by freshmen. Um, you know, Jabra Washington didn't play. Kia Patton didn't play. Um, and, you know, I don't think that was due to injury or anything like that. Uh, but, you know, it was it was a uh, it was a tough loss, a game that A-State very much had their chances to win. But, you know, honestly, you um, – I mean, I'm, not to be the homer that says there's a silver lining, but, I mean, truthfully there is because you have 130 of those 200 minutes uh, eaten up by freshmen. And so – that uh, that is a silver lining in the fact that uh, you're playing a lot of young talent on uh, on the floor right now for a state. Uh, but uh, one good thing, Morgan Wallace moved in the top four all or top ten, excuse me, all time of the rebounds list at a state. Uh, she's now number nine uh, on the all time rebounds list at a state. So. Uh, middle of four games kid right now for a state uh, like the men they will play Mississippi Valley State uh, next week that's on Tuesday and then they'll have a, a doubleheader with the men next Sunday as they'll be taking on Hendricks so uh, you know really would like to get two wins next week give yourselves a chance to get to 500 before you uh, er, give yourselves a chance to be playing for 500 when you go on the road to take on Edwardsville on the 22nd uh, and, and then you know maybe have a chance to be at 500 when uh, you're taking that trip to uh, to Georgia Southern so you know it uh, it was uh, 
the game itself was wild. Uh, obviously, you would have liked to see A State come out uh, come out with the win, but uh, it was uh, it was definitely an adventurous trip or an adventurous game. And uh, I, first off, the whole halftime incident alone was worth the. Uh, 1300 mile trek out to Utah because that was something I've never <laughs> seen. Also, the state of Utah is like is just breathtakingly incredible. Um, Worth the trip. I, I mean, listen, like Logan to me is not much different than than Jonesboro. I mean, Jonesboro is probably 20,000, 20, 30,000 more people than Logan. I don't know what their I don't know if their population was 50 or 60. I looked before I went, but now I can't remember. But, uh, like it's not a huge town. Like you know, you make the drive from Salt Lake to Logan, and there comes a point. I mean, it's about an hour and a half drive. There comes a point about an hour in where you start realizing that like you're going into more of the, I guess, the country part of uh, of Utah, going up to Logan. But uh, so like, listen, like they're like you're not going to go to Logan and and go clubbing or anything like that. I mean, it uh, right. it's it's a lot like Jonesboro in in you know overall population things to do like that but uh it also has mountains and mountains add just a ton of things to do you can just walk around and look at the mountains which is what i did logan uh, is uh fifty thousand, and jonesboro is seventy six thousand. yeah so i mean yeah so it's not just too much smaller than jonesboro but i mean yeah. listen man mountains mountains add a lot to do i mean it, it it doesn't matter how little there is to do if there if there are mountains you can always just walk around and look at the mountains, and that's what I did uh, Wednesday morning and into Wednesday afternoon uh, before we played. So there you go. It was good times. Uh, anyways, that's the uh, I guess that's the recap from uh, the from the trip to Logan. Um, so four flights, by the way, to Logan. Um, four. Four. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, because I went from Memphis to Chicago, Chicago to uh, to Salt Lake, bust into Logan on the way up. On the way back, uh, we bust down from Logan to Salt Lake the night of the game and got to Salt Lake, uh, I don't know, like 10.30, um, Up at 5 to catch a 7.30 flight. Uh, went from Salt Lake to Denver to Memphis. Wow, we... We actually and, and quite literally, quite literally, every single flight left early. The only and I'm dead serious. The only issue I had with traveling, taking all of those flights, no lost baggage, no anything like that. Literally, everything went perfect, except for when I got back into Jonesboro last night. Like I don't know what it was, uh, because you know they have a lane closed on the interstate, and yes. it was like a twenty minute delay. Very annoying. That was the uh, and I almost hit a deer. So you know, welcome back. <laughs> I just welcome back. You you have to swerve out of the way to hit a deer and then um get stuck in traffic for like twenty minutes trying to get back into Jones. What time did you get to Denver Airport? I don't even know. Uh uh yesterday? Um Yeah. I don't know, like eleven. I don't know. We just Nine missed o'clock. each other. <laughs> yeah. My flight was at noon. Okay. So and I got into Memphis at about nine or ten p.m. Okay, so we just missed each other. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, that's the recap from uh, the weekend or the week in Utah. It feels like I don't know. I woke up today and it feels like Saturday. My days are all mixed up uh, because I've been halfway across the world. But anyways, uh, that uh, that's that. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, th- there's been a couple of college football things come out today. The men's team is on the road at Mississippi Valley State tomorrow, so we'll look at that and much more. That's coming up after this time out here on the ticket.
We're not ready to go to the closer just yet. Stick around. More of the setup is coming up next on The Ticket. Deck the halls with DNW during the annual buy two, get one free sale going on at the family historian Jonesboro. DNW Outdoors. DNW is your holiday headquarters with tons of gifts for the whole family. Mix and match waders, boots, camo, and all casual clothing. All buy two, get one free. That's right, buy two, get one free. Save 20% off all name brand knives like Case, Benchmade, Curtis. Shaw, Adder Edge, and more. Spice up your life and save 20% off the DNW Spice Wall. Take 40% off select top name brand camo clothing. DNW has huge deals on grills, all priced too low to advertise. Stuff your stockings with a DNW gift card for that hard to shop for relative. Shop where Santa shops. Ho, ho, ho. DNW outdoors. Deck the halls with a buy two, get one free holiday sale going on now at the family store in Jonesboro. DNW outdoors. Parker Road just off the triple nickel bypass in Jonesboro. Deck the halls today at DNW. Pico Foods in Pocahontas is offering you the chance for a great career. Pico Foods has general labor and skilled position job openings now with the opportunity to grow. Pico Foods has a variety of schedules available, is family owned, and is a second chance employer. And most important to you is, this is a job you will not want to leave. Plus, Pico offers amazing sign-on awards and referral programs where you could easily earn thousands of additional dollars. Apply online at www.picofoods.com slash careers or text jobs to 844-822-7326. That's picofoods.com slash careers or text jobs to 844-822-7326. Also, Pico has weekly on-site job fairs at the plant in Pocahontas every Wednesday from 8 to 10 a.m. and 2 until 4 p.m. Get yourself a great career with ample opportunity to grow and earn thousands of additional dollars with incredible sign-on award and referral programs by applying at Pico Foods today. There is a three-day sale this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost, plus 10% at checkout. Get baby back ribs, $3.62 a pound, limit three. Wampler Farms pork sausage patties, 27 ounces, $3.58, limit three. Best choice junk or shredded cheese, six to eight ounces, $1.12, limit four. And best choice cooked, peeled, and deveined shrimp, 16 ounces, 21 to 30 count, $5.43, limit three. Be smart. Shop Food Smart. Now open in Jonesboro in the two former Hayes supermarkets locations on Nettleton and on G Street. Celebrate the holidays with a new ride from Nebo Auto Center. And Nebo's all-new location is now open, just a quarter mile south of the old one on Stadium Boulevard. Nebo Auto Center is Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative with late-model, low-mileage vehicles that fit almost any budget. Visit NeboAuto.com and see them at their new location, 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. And look for the red roof. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Nebo Auto Center. We go Nebo. Experience meets innovation at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we are the region's largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. The Central Buick, Toyota, and Ford dealerships care about you and our community. They want to remind you to give back to your community this holiday season by donating to the Jonesboro JC's Goodfellows and Christmas for Kids programs. For over 70 years, the Jonesboro JC's have provided a week's worth of food and toys to families in need during Christmas time. Drop off your toy donations at East Arkansas Broadcasters or make a monetary donation online at jonesboroljc.org slash donate. Thank you for giving to your neighbor. It's what the season 
season is all about. Merry Christmas to you and yours from the Central Buick, Toyota, and Ford dealerships. We're always rooting for overtime round here. Now let's get back to the setup. All right, welcome back here on the setup. Kate Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here for another 40 minutes or so on this Friday edition of the show. Um, all right, so one of the – and we'll get into some we'll get into some basketball stuff here uh, in a second. But one of the, I guess, plays of the week last week in, in college football for the championship weekend was Kenny Pickett, who – still does not deserve to be in the Heisman over Matt Corral. But anyways, it's a different story for a different day. Uh, was Kenny Pickett's fake slide, which wound up – like it was like a 50-yard touchdown run, was it not? Where yeah, he 58, like, yeah. Yeah, so like he, he goes to like a fake slide at like the 30 or 35-yard line and then just like – like the defense thinks he's sliding down and so like they kind of give up on the play and then he goes the rest of the way so and, uh, so and scores and you know, honestly it didn't really matter. I mean Pitt beat Wake Forest 45-21. You can take that touchdown away it's still a blow. But anyways the uh, the NCAA has now banned that in college football the fake slide. The fake slide Man, is, is no longer allowed. The NCAA is the king of no fun. Yeah I mean it's it's like the uh, Can't celebrate. I, I, I mean, guess I get that one a little bit because it is I guess it's a little bit of a safety issue and all that. Um, but I mean, my but, thing is, if the quarterback decides to do it, that's on him. Yeah, that's what I would say. It's not like it's endangering other players. Yeah, because like the last thing you want is for like a quarterback to like be doing a fake slide and then come back up, and all of a sudden like a hard hitting linebacker is there to knock his helmet off. Like that's the last thing you want. So I mean, I that's get true. it. That's true. I get it, but also. Like it is, it falls under the NCAA not being fun because the Kenny Pickett play was electric. Last it was week. amazing. I mean, I I was watching the game and I just I was floored. I, and I've honestly, never like seen that I, I didn't even really like I had it on, but I wasn't like super in you know in depth paying attention, whatever. Um, and so honestly, I didn't even realize it what he had done until they until they showed the angle from uh, from I guess the from the end zone. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of zoomed in, and it's like, oh, he like did a fake slide and everything. It's crazy. <laughs> so, he had to have practiced that. Oh yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah. But but well, now but now uh, now the fun is over, and the NCAA has officially banned that. So, oh. anyways, um, I guess that's the latest from um, from the NCAA. <laughs> also uh, of note, Greg Popovich uh, only lasted one go around as the Team USA basketball coach. Now Steve Kerr, who has like been on the Team USA staff for like 40 years it feels like uh is is now the new head coach because i'm pretty sure he was with coach k on his staff for the length of he was coach k's run and then he was on popovich's staff so like he's been around usa basketball in some type of coaching role forever so now steve kerr is the new head coach of a uh, team usa a, basketball only a matter of time until he was the head coach yeah i, I never got the popovich thing i mean just it, popovich is kind of getting up there as yeah, he's in, he's in the tailspin of his – or not a tailspin, but the back end of his career. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I just – I never got the Popovich thing. But, uh, anyways, that's the that's the latest from um, Team USA, who I guess – what, the next Olympics, what, 2024? Is that right? I don't even know. Uh, yes. I, even when the Olympics are going on, I don't care about them. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, men's basketball is in action tomorrow in 
the second game of a three-game road swing. They were on the road Wednesday night, obviously, at Arkansas Pine Bluff. They go to Itabina, Mississippi tomorrow to take on Mississippi Valley State. And then uh, next Tuesday, they're in Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. So this is the second of a three-game road swing. Uh, first off, we won't spend just too much time on it, but we obviously we didn't get to talk about it uh, on the show yesterday. But uh, A-State went on the road on uh Wednesday night, uh, and maybe we'll be able to beat Pine Bluff 84-73, uh, down 10 at the half, and then uh, able to outscore uh, Pine Bluff by 21 in the second half of play. So A-State now sitting at 6-2 uh, six six and two after getting that win on the road on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, again, another big performance from Desi Seals. I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the show Wednesday from the Spring Hill Suites in Logan, Utah, uh, that, you know, wanted to see Desi Seals and uh, – North Shadow Mirror continued to be consistent and continued to kind of be leaders on uh, offense for A-State, uh, and that's kind of what Desi Seals did in the game, 25 points on 8 of 14 shooting. Uh, although he did foul out, uh, North Shadow Mirror, he still had 14 points and 12 rebounds, another double-double for him, and like he didn't foul out until late in the game, but uh, still, I mean, that that is a lingering issue a little bit, but still, uh, double-double for North Shadow Mirror, 14 points, 12 rebounds, uh, and so, you know, you got the you got the trio of Marquise Eaton, Desi Seals, and North Shadow Mir to to play some really good minutes uh, in that contest on Wednesday night. Uh, and really and truthfully, the only thing that matters is you got the win, and now you're six and two on the year. So now it um, and I know like you know you wanted to see a state go on the road and pick up a win against uh, UAPB in dominating fashion on Wednesday night. They didn't do that, but now it's one of those deals where. I mean, you 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 expect a state to dominate uh, Mississippi Valley State tomorrow afternoon in uh, Mississippi because this is a uh, this is the Mississippi Valley State team that, and I know they played Murderers Row and and all of this uh, in their schedule, but a Mississippi Valley State team that frankly is not very good. Um, they are zero and seven on the year. They have uh, four of their seven losses have come by twenty or more points. And, like, most of these games that they aren't playing, or most of these games that they're playing just really and truthfully, like, just haven't been close. Uh, Even the games where they didn't lose by 20 or more. They lost to Ole Miss by 15. They lost to North Alabama by 14. They lost to Nichols by 15. So, I mean, they're they're really – they really have not been competitive in a single game this year. Now, granted – they're they're racking up their frequent flyer miles and all that because they have been on the road. Literally, the first home game they played was this Thursday night against Nichols State. Uh, their first six games before that were on the road. But um, it's a brutal stretch. Yeah, it, it's a brutal stretch. But also, like they just like they have not been competitive in any of these games. And so, you know, on paper, this is a game where you would think the outcome never really should be in question. Um, and really, and truthfully, like it. Going on the road Tuesday night and getting a win at Texas Tech is going to be tough. So if you can get a dominating win tomorrow night and at the worst clinch a two and one record over this three game road swing, uh, you know I think you probably feel really good about where you're at uh, coming back home because you get uh, what five four straight at home after uh, you close out the Texas Tech game on Tuesday. So 
you go on the road, get a get a nice, solid, uh, dominating win over Mississippi Valley State tomorrow, and then uh, you have four of your next five at home um, and four straight at home after you go on the road at Texas Tech on uh, Tuesday. So hopefully that will be the case for, uh, for A-State uh, tomorrow as they go on the road to take on Mississippi Valley State. Tip-off at um, – well, first off, this has – got to be like the worst doubleheader scheduling in the history of doubleheader scheduling because it, it, like he, give a state credit when a state schedules doubleheaders like nine times out of ten there is enough time in between games to where like it, it doesn't even matter that it's a doubleheader like the the women are going to play at four o'clock the men are going to play at seven o'clock eight o'clock whatever it is and like it's fine like nine times out of ten it, it doesn't even matter because there's enough time in between games that uh, it, it most likely is going to start on time. But with uh, with Mississippi Valley State, their women's game starts at 2 o'clock tomorrow, and their men's game is scheduled for a 4 o'clock start time. So unless uh, we get like the high school rules of a turbo clock into effect in like the late second half of that women's game, the men's game's not going to start at 4 o'clock tomorrow. It'll start somewhere between 4.15 and uh, 4.45. Uh, pre-game coverage will start at uh, 3.45 on 107.9 K-Fine and the AB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield. So uh, A-State on the road tomorrow at Mississippi Valley State. Uh, all right, we'll come back. We'll talk uh, some national stories. The uh, Grizzlies got a big win over the Lakers last night, so we'll touch on that and more coming up after this timeout here on The Ticket. Kara's icing down. Bobo's in the pen. But Kate and Andrew are dealing. The setup continues right after this on The Ticket. Exciting news from Denso and Osceola. Denso is the industry leader in the design of advanced automotive systems, building the best products in the world by using only the best people. And now, Denso has 30 openings that qualify for an extra $500 sign-on bonus in addition to Denso's normal sign-on bonus. Not only that, but based on experience, you could start night shift at between $16 per hour hour at $19.25 per hour. These openings will be filled on a first-come, first-served basis, so be the first to attend our walk-in interviews this Wednesday so you don't miss out on this extra cash opportunity. Start your new career with Denso. You can get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 paid holidays in your first year by becoming a Denso team member today. Denso also offers attendance and referral bonuses, plus medical, vision, and dental insurance, and a 401k with a 4% match. You can also apply online today at DensoCareers.com and search Osceola Arc. Arkansas. That's D-E-N-S-O careers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. Denso is an equal opportunity employer. The more you spend, the more you save. This holiday season at Play It Again Sports in Jonesboro. Take your shopping list by Play It Again and receive a $10 gift card for every $50 you spend. Play It Again has something for every athlete in your life. Equipment, attire, and accessories for all ages and all sports. And you can make someone's Christmas by putting a new 2022 model baseball or softball bat from Play It Again under the tree. Get a $10 gift card for every $50 you spend. All while making your favorite athlete happy. At Play It Again Sports, located at Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Calling all Red Wolves fans. We want you and your business at United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. If you have property to sell, call me, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159 to get your property sold. Red Wolves fans are some of my favorite customers. The real estate market is hot and inventory is low from everything selling so fast. Whether you have a home in Jonesboro or Paragould, a farm or ranch, waterfront property, or a country home with acreage, 
Ranch in Northeast Arkansas. We can sell it. United Country Scenic Rivers Realty and the Red Wolves. Now that's a winning combination. Whether you're starting out or starting over, Payless is the name to remember for home furnishings. How about a queen mattress for only $99 or a heavy-duty washer for $15.99 a week? Name brands like Ashley, Maytag, Samsung, Sealy, and more. No credit? No problem. Payless has flexible payment plans and on-the-spot quick delivery. So, starting out or starting over, Payless is the place for quality furniture with locations in Jonesboro, Paragold, and Pigott. Visit us online at shoppaylessfurniture.com. That's shoppaylessfurniture.com. Why pay more when you can pay less? Several years ago, we had a gas station in town that we purchased our gas and we had a charge account. We didn't use purchase orders. I pulled in one afternoon, a young man walked out, I didn't know, he was new, and we filled our tank up and I said, can you charge that to Glenn Sane? He said, yes, sir. Everyone else has charged him today. That afternoon, we started purchase orders, small town life, Glenn Sane, God bless our troops. Lensmasters in downtown Jonesboro is your one-hour eyewear center. That's right. Get your glasses in just one hour. Just bring your prescription in, and our trained eyewear specialist will style you with the perfect glasses for you. Selection isn't a problem at Lensmasters. We have the largest eyewear showroom with the top brands. Come see us today and let our trained stylist and licensed opticians help you with the style perfect for you. Our on-site lab makes your prescription lenses in just one hour. Lensmasters, 320 South Church Street, downtown Jonesboro. It's the quickest hour in sports talk. That was fast. Now back to the setup on the ticket. All right, welcome back here on the setup. Kate Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here on this Friday edition of the show. Uh, it feels weird to hear this song and not... Uh, be getting set for a conversation with uh, the railbird Lang Whitman. Yeah, I was just thinking. Uh, that. I mean, like really and truthfully, there's not a there's not football to talk about this weekend uh, unless you want to dedicate a whole 15 segment to prop bets and Army Navy and uh, division. I think is there a division two football tomorrow? I feel like there's like a big division two. There probably football is game tomorrow. There probably is. Um, <laughs> who plays in Fargo? Is it North Dakota State that plays in Fargo, North Dakota? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure like they have a big game. One of those Dakotas. But anyways, like I, I, nobody wants to hear about Division II football or prop bets in Army Navy. So uh, <laughs> I think Lang is going to join us at some point uh, and preview some of his picks in the bowl games, uh, whether that's next week or the week after. I don't know exactly what date uh, that will be, but when we get a date ironed out, uh, we'll we'll tell you about it. Uh yeah, East Tennessee State at uh, North Dakota State tomorrow at 11 a.m. on ESPN. So, feel the electricity. Can't wait. You get East Tennessee State and North Dakota State and Army Navy. Just at 11 a.m. Let's just go. A, just a phenomenal weekend of uh, of college football. Probably won't want I'm shaking. Either. I'm so excited. I, I mean, like, the Army-Navy game is cool for for all the pregame stuff. Uh and there's tradition and everything. Yeah, I mean, the tradition, the pregame stuff, you know, seeing the coin toss and all that. But, like, really and truthfully, like, once the game gets kicked off, it's like, I, I don't care. One of the teams blows out the other one every year. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's not, it's not enjoyable football to watch because they're, they're not going to throw the ball. I mean, it's just going to be like old school wishbone football where, <laughs> like, really and truthfully, all you're going to do is run and, like, I just, I'm, I mean, I like the pregame pageantry, and I'll watch for that. But, like, once the actual game gets kicked off, I just 
Wish it was. Uh, wish I have a low tolerance for bad football. That's kind of what Army <laughs> Navy is. I mean, it, like really and truthfully, it is. Yeah. No, I wish Air Force was in it. They look good this year. Yeah. And nine wins. Yeah. It, it, it's also weird that that game is in New York tomorrow. I know they kind of switch it around a little bit, but like I just whenever that game is not in Philadelphia, it just it just feels it off. feels weird. Yeah. Uh, because it, it should always be in Philadelphia, and it should always be like. A driving snowstorm. That's that. That is the ideal conditions for Army that Navy. That is that is quintessential Army Navy game. Yeah. So, anyways, that's tomorrow at two o'clock on uh, on CBS. If you want to get uh, your last fill of Gary Danielson in, you want to see some crazy football. <laughs> well, just get your last fill of, fill of Gary Danielson in for the year. You won't hear Gary Danielson again until next uh, August or September. So true, we can true. all we can all celebrate because of that. So definitely. Anyways, uh, that's like a really light slate for uh, for football this weekend. Uh, next weekend, next Saturday is when we see most of the, uh, and not most of we see the we see the bowl slate start. I, mean, I think we have like five games, six games next Saturday. So next Saturday will be a uh, will be a fantastic day for uh, some bowl game action. We might but, have to get some uh, some predictions in for the games. Yeah, yeah, we might. Uh, I don't know. We might try and get laying on next. I don't know. I don't know our show schedule from here until <laughs> it's, it's until the in, end of December yeah, with uh, the Chris with Christmas and the NEA tournament. Like I hadn't even thought of that. But anyway, up in the air at this point. Uh, NBA news last night: uh, Grizzlies beat the Los Angeles Lakers inside FedEx Forum last night. Uh, Love it, and Love it. like they're still without. So they're without John Morant. Uh, Dylan Brooks is is Dylan Brooks out? Is that right? Who who they're missing someone else besides uh, John Morant? I'll double check you on that. Hold on. I know for sure John Morant is uh, is out, and he's been out for the last uh, five or six games. Initially, it was an injury, and now he's in uh, health and safety protocols uh, because of COVID, and so he's out. Uh, yeah, Dylan Brooks is out. Uh, Brooks has been out for a few games, but still the Grizz have won like five of their last six games overall. And they, uh, pretty much dismantled the Los Angeles Lakers last night, 108 to 95 in a game that really and truthfully wasn't close. Um, and good Lord, the Lakers are a mess. I mean, they're 500 right now. They're 13 and 13. They have LeBron James and Anthony Davis and they're a five and they're a 500 team in, uh, in the NBA last night. LeBron James even went for a triple double and they still, uh, Lost the game last night, so Jaron uh, Jackson had twenty five points. Yeah, yeah, so Jaron Jackson. That he's starting to uh, get back to form after he was he missed the first couple of weeks with an injury, so he's starting to get back. Uh, I know Zaire back into form. Zaire wasn't in. Yeah, and he got hurt a couple of games ago. So I mean, like, really, they're battling the injury bug, and they still have won four of their last five without John Morant and uh, so many other they, uh, key players, which is. Which is wild. I mean, they're they're quietly one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now, despite uh, being being extremely extremely banged up. So the West this year, just in general, is kind of a mess, and the Grizzlies are taking full advantage of that, and they've been on fire. I mean, yeah. they're fourth or fifth in the West right now, and everyone below them just looks mediocre. So it's it's crazy to see, and I mean, yeah, especially without John Morant, I can't imagine how good they're going to be when he's back. Yeah, that'll be. Uh be uh, interesting to see once uh, once John Morant uh, is back how the Grizzlies uh, fare. Uh, also, other news yesterday that was really just kind of sad. Uh, Demarius Thomas, former uh, wide receiver for the Broncos, uh, 
suddenly passed away yesterday. So, uh, seen a lot of players from around the NFL and coaches kind of send condolences uh, his way, which has been uh, been cool to see. Uh, just so many different players and uh, coaches and everyone associated with the NFL reaching out, uh, talking about uh, Demarius Thomas. That's uh, kind of the latest in uh, in terms of the in terms of the NFL. All right. We'll uh we'll take our final timeout. We'll come back. We'll bounce around. There's a lot of different uh, things, both locally and nationally. We'll get into uh, as we get set to close out the show after this timeout here on the ticket. Our advice: just take the over. More of the setup is coming up next on the ticket. Price is up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Market Countdown. December corn at 588 and a half unchanged with March corn at 590 down one and three quarters. January soybeans at 1267 and three quarters up three and a quarter with March soybeans at 1274 and a quarter up two. December wheat at 782 up eight and a half with March wheat at 785 and a quarter also up eight and a half. March cotton at 106.23 down 36 with May cotton at 104.93 down 31. January rice at 1382 and a half up two and a half with March rice at 1409 and a half up two. Moving on to livestock now, December live cattle 136.85 up 12 and a half. February live cattle 138.07 and a half up 27 and a half. January feeder cattle 164.87 and a half up 80 with March feeder cattle 165.30 up 22 and a half. December lane hogs at 73.05 up 62 and a half with February hogs at 81.02 and a half up 320. That's your EAB market countdown and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Let's talk about America. Not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us, but how incredible our country is. Left, right, up, down, state lines to winding coastlines. Whether you come home to a crowded city street, tree-lined suburb, or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. And we all share in the responsibility to create beauty that ripples from one neighborhood to another, and one block to the next. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people just like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify our communities. Because every mindful action and sustainable habit has a positive impact, and it all adds up. Learn how you can join Keep America Beautiful at kab.org. Together, we can do beautiful things. Open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. Having a hard time locating available equipment prior to year's end? Do you need to upgrade your tractors, combines, or sprayer to be prepared for the 22 crop year? At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-owned New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Be prepared for the 22 crop year. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas. To speak with our sales department in Jonesboro, call 870-972-5522. That's 870-972-5522. For Pocahontas, call 870-892-5254. That's 870-892-5254. Or visit our website at WTEquip.com. WT Equipment, let's get it done. The Central Buick, Toyota, and Ford dealerships care about you and our community. Make sure to visit Christmas at the Park 
this season. The attraction offers events throughout the season, like community caroling and fireworks, along with partner nights. In the spirit of giving, some nights will include free admission to all DCFS foster homes in the surrounding eight counties and benefit nights for El Centro Hispano and Make-A-Wish. Find more details at christmasatthepark.nea.com. Merry Christmas to you and yours from the Central Buick Toyota and Ford dealership. Time out's over. And we're going to a full court press. Now let's get back to the setup on the ticket. All right, welcome back here on the setup. Cade Carlton, Andrew Bowen with you here on the ticket for about, uh, I don't know, 15 more minutes or so here on this Friday edition of the show. Uh, we already talked a lot of Bay State, um, and we'll we'll continue to to do that over the course of uh, the show today and next week. One thing to note: uh, it will be a busy week in terms of A State coverage next week because on Tuesday night uh, we'll have the men's basketball team on the road at Texas Tech uh, in Lubbock at seven o'clock. We'll have the women's basketball team at home against Mississippi Valley State at seven o'clock. And then uh, coming up on Wednesday morning, we'll have uh, signing day coverage right here on the ticket from uh, 7 to 10. So uh, Brad Bobo will be out there on site uh, and we'll uh, get everyone caught up uh, on everything going on uh, for national signing day coverage from 7 to 10 uh, coming up on Tuesday or Wednesday, excuse me. So We'll uh, we'll be a lot of uh, A State talk uh, from National Signing Day on Wednesday and uh, throughout the course of next week on the ticket, and then also we'll have uh, basketball going on as well. So that's uh, the latest from there. Obviously, men's basketball uh, we've already talked about it, but uh, tomorrow at four o'clock in Itabina, Mississippi, uh, against Mississippi Valley State. Over on 107.9 K Fine and the EAB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield. Uh, by the way, not four o'clock, like 4:45, because Mississippi Valley State schedules a men's and women's doubleheader that is supposed to start at two and four, which is not going to happen. So, anyways, that uh, is the latest. Is the latest there? Uh, a lot of different college basketball games going on tomorrow. One that uh, will be exciting to keep up with is. Arkansas and Oklahoma in Tulsa, uh, which, by the way, Jeff Goodman has like gone full on anti Arkansas on Twitter today. Uh, he dropped Arkansas out of his. I, I guess he gets a vote in the AP Top Twenty Five, and so he dropped Arkansas completely out of his AP Top Twenty Five poll, uh, saying that they have not played anybody yet and they don't have an impressive win, and. Like, listen, that's true, but at the same time, neither has Kentucky, and Kentucky's like top 15 in the country. So, um, really, you could say that a lot. You could say that about a lot of teams in the uh, in the AP Top 25 uh, right now in college basketball. But uh, this will be a uh, – I mean, it should be an interesting game. Uh, Oklahoma is – Obviously, first-year head coach with uh, Porter Moser. They, uh, they've they lost to Utah State by three. They just came off a four-point loss to Butler, who's like, Butler's not great. Um, <laughs> and, and so you feel like this is the game that Arkansas should win. Now, if they win, I don't know how much it'll do for them because, it, again, the, the loss from Oklahoma to Butler was, was, was not a great loss. But that should uh, – I mean, that should at least be fun tomorrow to uh, – 
yeah. to watch and keep It'll up It'll be with. a good game. So uh, that uh, that's tomorrow. Uh, last night we saw, which it, we've heard about it in years of college football where, like, the, the number one team in the country is just cursed. We're, we're like every time someone gets up to number one of the country, uh, they they wind up losing a game. It uh, you know it happened in two thousand and seven. It felt like every time someone got that number one spot of the country, immediately the very next week they were going to to lose a game that they shouldn't lose. And we've seen in the college basketball, but I feel like it's been a minute since we've had like a true curse of who is number one of the country, right? Because usually it's, usually it's like a five or a four. That yeah, I mean off. it. Um, what this is is this the fourth or the fifth number fourth. one fourth number one fourth, team in the yeah. country that has lost while while being ranked number one? Uh, Purdue lost last night to to Rutgers, which Ron Harper Jr., <sighs> the son shot. of Ron Harper, former NBA standout, or I guess you could say standout. Uh, Love me some Ron Harper. Hit uh, hit a buzzer beater. As Rutgers beat number one Purdue last night in I mean, college basketball. If you if you saw the shot, I'm sure you saw it because it was all over Twitter right it, after. It was, it. yes. The it looked not even I mean, it was on target, but it it did not look like it had the power to get there <laughs> because he had a defender all over him and he kind of rolled it off of his leg and just threw it and it drained. It didn't yeah. even hit the back. I mean, it was it was a it was a crazy shot. And, it was insane. Uh, like, listen. If this is if this is what's going to happen in college basketball this year, where we're gonna have like fifteen teams who are ranked number one and lose while they're ranked number one, like I am all for it. I'm um, so excited. I was I, so happy. <laughs> I mean, and truthfully, like it. It's one of those deals where, like last year, to me, by the time it got to be about January or February, it uh, it was one of those deals where it's like, if it's not Gonzaga in the championship against Baylor, it's you know, I wouldn't necessarily like be. I wouldn't be floored if that wasn't the championship matchup. But like, you just got to a point where it was. I think that's what it's going to be. And the more the tournament went on, the more it was just apparent that we're just heading for this collision course of Gonzaga and Baylor and the national champ. Like, I don't know who it's going to be this year. I don't either. I have there's, no, there's no who is good one. in college basketball. Villanova looks really good. Kansas, I thought was good, and now I'm not sure. Kentucky doesn't look good for the first time in a while. Duke looks great as usual. I mean, it's uh, just, do they though? I mean, Duke lost. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, who did that's Duke, Duke lost a couple of weeks ago? They or did. last week? They did. I don't know. It's difficult. I mean, like I don't know that there is a truly like good team in college basketball, which to me makes it so much more interesting. I will never, um, no matter how highly ranked Gonzaga is, I will never ever put my money on them to win the championship. No, they just, yeah. They just have the yeah. history of choking. It's yeah. just every year. Uh, by, Duke lost by five at Ohio State on November 30th, uh, which what, – what kind of scheduling is this? Duke lost on November 30th. They don't play again until December 14th, which is what? next Tuesday, and they play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Wednesday – before Christmas, <laughs> like what? What is our scheduling here? We're gonna play Coach four. Is trying we're to... gonna play four games in eight days after not playing a game for fifteen days. That's insane. Coach K is trying to run his okay. team into the ground. <laughs> I mean, I get it, finals week and all that, but good lord, man, that is that's to, brutal. To go from like no games over a two week stretch to play four games in eight days, that is a um, that's a mess. that is quite the tough schedule. Poor guys, I would not want to have to do. 
game prep for all of those games. <laughs> I mean, like seriously, yeah, that's even a, as a journalist, that's a tough. That's a tough stretch. Normally, you get it's a game a tough, and then you get a couple days off, and it's, not, it's, it's a tough right. stretch for anyone. <laughs> I gotta cover it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but anyways, I mean, I think, uh, but but again, like I think that uh, I think that makes college basketball a whole lot more interesting because what it's going to do is set up more mid majors to make. To make bigger runs in the tournament, which yeah. is what you always want to see. Like you always want to see those mid majors. We're going to get a crazy college football season and a crazy college basketball season back to back, and I am all for it. Yeah, I mean, and I don't even really know if we like the the college football playoff is interesting because like most of these teams like haven't really been here before, right? Like, yeah, it. Uh, so that, that like honestly, that's the most interesting part about uh, the college football playoff is that you get. You get like new refreshing matchups, which is something that college football has needed if, for uh, for a for a long, long time. If it continues on the trend of crazy, and this is a huge Michigan if. Cincinnati championship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and Cincinnati runs the table and wins the whole thing. I would lose my mind. I wouldn't be I, able to contain the excitement. Um I don't know if the championship's on ABC or ESPN, but I think uh, ESPN is probably rooting for the exact opposite of Michigan and Cincinnati in the championship because I don't know how that that just screams like low ratings, which is weird because there's so many people that want other teams other than Alabama and Georgia and SEC. Yeah, teams, and then when you get it, when it's you like, get ah, it, it's I mean, like I don't want to watch it. It's I'm not going to watch that. I don't get it. Yeah, no one's ever happy. <laughs> that, that's that's. That's life. Amen. Uh, that is life. So, uh, anyways, all right, a couple things that we'll touch on before we get out of here. First off, uh, and I'm not going to lie, like I, my interest level in the NFL is zero. I, I care about my fantasy team. Uh, I want to win my fantasy championship. Other than that, like I true, really, honestly have not sat down on a Sunday afternoon to watch the NFL since like – If it wasn't for Red Zone, September? I Maybe, yeah. Maybe the first of October. I don't know. It it it's been a while. Forty uh, Nine Seahawks game was exciting. I That's watched. Uh, I, I watched Monday night Bills and I don't even the Patriots, Patriots. for like a half, uh, and it was bad football. So I turned it, it off. Was very but bad last night, uh, the the one thing that was interesting from the Thursday night game last night, which was Vikings and Steelers, two teams that were right around five hundred, is that. I guess Chase Claypool caught a pass oh. and got Pittsburgh set up where they had it first and 10 from like the 40 or something like that, time running off, and like they don't have timeouts. They got to get up and spike it and, you know, try to extend the game by spiking it. And they can't because Claypool is like doing a dance and a celebration after catching the catching the ball and just runs time off the clock, and eventually it leads to a Steelers loss. I'd feel bad for him if he hadn't done it like four other times this season. You, like you have to be yeah. you have to be aware of the situation. Like that's that's fine when he's, it's he's, when it's the middle of the first quarter, that's fine. But like in that situation you can't you can't do that. Yeah, he's shown multiple times that he kind of cares more about his stats and how he performs versus the team yes. winning, which is it's just bad. You know, I just I don't like the Steelers. I don't know many people that do, and I'm not a fan of Big Ben, but I do feel bad for them. Because it's just like, yeah. like week in, week out, something happens. You get blown out by the Bengals. I mean, it's like, well, I mean, it's a like, rough time to be a Steelers fan. <laughs> and the thing about it was, is like Claypool had a really good game. Like he, he did eight receptions for ninety three yards. Like he played really good, and that gets it's overshadowed by the fact that it's he was he was not una- he was not aware of the uh, the situation at hand at the end of the game last it's night. It's like so. when Juju danced on TikTok in the locker room, and they lost. I mean, that's all anyone Which talked time? about. 
Yeah, uh, fair point. Fair point. But <laughs> I mean, like literally, which time <laughs> they got blown out? And I remember all I saw on Twitter was this man was on TikTok before. That's why they lost. But yeah. So, anyways, that uh, that's what happened in the NFL last night. Uh, in terms of college football, there's been two or three interesting things that have come out in college football over the last 24 hours. Number one. Uh, the contract was revealed for new Oklahoma head coach uh, Brenton Venables, who is taking his first head coaching job, and he is going to be paid $43.5 million over seven years, which averages out to about $7.2 million annually, um, and it's going to increase by hundred k each year throughout the course of his contract. Wow. I don't know that anybody has like, reported that this is the highest-paying highest uh, job for a first-year head coach ever, but like it, it has to be right. Like this has to be the highest, a first-time head coach, the highest dollar amount that they've ever made in college football. Yeah, seven point two million dollars for a guy who's never been a head coach in college football at all. And and, and I'm not saying it's going to be a bad hire because I think Venables will do a great job. But seven point two for a guy who's been Nothing more than a coordinator his whole career is is just a wild number. And just, again, it's crazy to think that we were, 18 months ago, we were talking about whether or not uh, universities would have to, to cut uh, cut certain sports just to have their athletic budget in the green and not be in the hole financially. And now, like, we're giving out just ridiculous amounts of contracts in college football this year so insane it, uh, it's insane how uh how quickly the tide turns i guess uh <laughs> how the tables with, have yeah turned. with uh with all these college football contracts being handed out uh two other things kevin sumlin is apparently interviewing for prairie view a&m which is what a fall from grace kevin sumlin has had to go from a- texas a&m to arizona to prairie view a&m <laughs> that would be quite that would be quite the downward spiral for uh for a guy that uh, did, did he not win SEC Coach of the Year one of the years they had Johnny Manziel, I'm I pretty sure he, he won did, Coach yeah, of the Year. He had to have because they they went went on the road beat Dick Saban and Alabama and Bryant Denny. Yeah, like they they had to. He how had is to how is Kevin Kevin someone like not poor guy? Good poor guy. Uh, and then there's also been rumors that uh, Oregon has reached out to have a conversation with uh, UCLA's Chip Kelly about their job opening. So Oregon's kind of a mess after that whole. Situation. I mean, it. Um, it's well, not that, their fault. That would but. be um, that would be quite the story for Chip Kelly to have a reunion in Oregon. That'd be wild. quite the quite the college football story. That'd be wild. All right, uh, that does it for us for this week. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. The drive with Brad Bobo is next from three to six. Uh, front row with Budro seven to ten on Monday. Ten to twelve Red Wolf roll call. Twelve to two workday red zone. We'll get you back to us on Monday from two to three. For Andrew, I'm Cade. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.